What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. Today's guest is a very special guest because it is somebody who I've known for a long time now and who has been a client but who has become a very good friend. Her name is Fabiana and she is better known as an Instagram influencer or fitness motivator because she is motivating women all over the country to be better, be a better parent, be a hustler, be an entrepreneur, be more fit, be more healthy. Do all the good things to live a better lifestyle, and she is a great spitting image of that person. She is a loving, caring mother. She is an entrepreneur herself. She travels the world while staying extremely fit, um, doing different fitness gigs, doing different um, fashion gigs and things like that. But it's been really, really cool to work with her because we got into things. um, She actually heard this podcast. We got in touch, and she had won the cover of Oxygen Magazine. So she was on the cover of Oxygen Magazine as the first Latina um, on that cover, which was a really big deal to her and in her community for Latin women. Um, but she approached me and was basically like, you know, she's been lean. I mean, she's shredded. She's really well known for her abs. And she's been like that for a while. She's a mother of two. She's trying to sustain things. And it can be tough to sustain that lean of physique, um, a cover model physique year round without doing things properly or having a coach hold you accountable. So she got in touch with me. We started working together. We started getting her to lift a little bit heavier, change up her training, do different types of cardio, maybe not as much cardio, make things more sustainable. And we started really diving into the mindset of things together and just teaching each other a lot about life, about hustling, about entrepreneurship, about being a father or a mother. And we became really close because we've got to share each other's journey with each other and help each other grow in our own journeys um, on how to just be a better person in general, but how to live a healthy and fit lifestyle while managing these hectic, crazy, and busy schedules with all these different people to rely on us for. So um, I brought her on the show today and we get into her past, her history, how she got on the cover of Oxygen Magazine, how she manages to stay fit in, in her mind mindset strong while having two kids, a husband, traveling the world. And when I say the world, I literally mean she's traveling everywhere all the time and we're getting her hotel workouts and changing nutrition. She's For the amount of time that I've worked with her, I think she's traveled to like eight countries and 20 states and I don't even think that's an exaggeration to be honest with you. It's pretty crazy, but she's doing a ton of stuff and I got her on the show today to talk about all of that. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing the perspective behind her because the thing I took away most is number one, if you don't have a why or a purpose behind what you're doing, the fuel and the drive and the motive to actually accomplish things is never going to compare to those of the people who do have a why, who do have a purpose and who are very successful. And that's exactly what you need in order to be successful in the long term is you need that driving why, that driving burning purpose behind everything you do. And then the second thing is if she can do this, you can do this. Because she got on the cover of the magazine thinking that there was no way in hell she could do that. She was just an average person, just another mom in Philadelphia trying to get by and just trying to start a business, do her thing. And it blew up and she made the cover because she was determined and she didn't let self-limiting beliefs enter her mind. And now she's had exponential growth after that magazine cover because she never lets doubt settle in. She keeps moving forward and she believes in herself. So if you're somebody out there who is wondering whether or not you can accomplish that big massive goal that you have on on your mind or that you dreamed about? The answer is you absolutely can. And the only thing separating you from that goal is your self-limiting belief. So you have to believe in yourself first and foremost to get to that goal. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Before I get into this episode, a couple quick announcements, guys. Me and Fabi both are big on Instagram. We're constantly sharing each other's content and we stay communicating. So what that means is, you know what I'm going to say, take a screenshot of this episode right now on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, tag myself and Fabi on Instagram. Um, both of our handles are in the show notes below, so you can tag us. We want to see who's listening. We want to share your post. We want to talk to you. We want to know exactly who is listening and enjoying this podcast with us together. So share it on Instagram, guys. One last thing, we are a Patreon, so if you feel like you want to donate to the cause and help us grow this podcast, grow this movement to reach even more people and get you guys even better results for completely free, you can donate to us now at patreon.com slash Boom, boom, performance, or click the link in the description. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to this awesome episode with my good friend, Fabiana. All right, Fabi, this is long overdue. This is kind of cool because we've been working together for quite some time now. We've grown pretty close. We've become pretty good friends um, at this point, and we've had a lot of communication and a lot of talking and a lot of just friendship over the 
I mean, shit, it's probably been over a year now almost. And like, um, we're finally doing a podcast. So I'm excited to get you on here excited to talk about your story um, and all the cool stuff you're doing. I feel like every time I talk to you, there's like something new that you're getting into, something new you're building or doing, or Matt's doing something huge, which we can touch on that as well. You guys are kind of like uh, the power couple, I would say. Um, but let's, uh, let's start by getting into your story. For anybody who doesn't know who you are, who is Fabian? Like, kind of give us the breakdown of, of who you are and what you do right now, and then I'll kind of pick it apart and go into your history. All right. Well, I'm super excited to be finally on your podcast. I mean, that's how I found you. Actually, I found you, you know, through your podcast, just trying to find um, something that can like occupy my time as I'm on a treadmill, um, but also something that's educational and that I'm learning something, you know what I mean? So um, that's how I found Mr. Cody Boom Boom. So it's super cool to, you know, go from listening to you on there and then now being part of the podcast as well. So Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So as you said, I'm Fabiana Farini, and I am a mom of two. I have two boys, um, Josiah and Enrique. Josiah is seven, and Enrique is 12 years old. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a 35 health coach, a personal trainer, um, and now more like a motivator. You know, I, I feel like that's like super, super important. It's like a big pillar to the overall um lifestyle um i'm a wife to matthew who's a i don't know he's a a designer but at the same time he runs this powerful business does kitchen and bathroom remodeling so it's it's pretty exciting and um yeah that's what i do <laughs> i love it and and she kind of made that sound like humbling and small but like i mean even just like what you said about matthew he redesigns kitchen but he's doing like famous people's kitchens and stuff right like he's doing big shit you know and, th and that's one thing i gotta practice you know being a little better i'm super humble and just like very low-key i just like yeah you know i'm into fitness and my husband just does kitchens but you are right um matt just did a, a kitchen remodeling for chef ramsey which is like you know such a big deal and just like meeting him was like super cool um, and, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's been an amazing journey. Um, the first Latina to be on a cover of oxygen magazine. I mean, it's 2015 and to be the first Latina to be on a cover of such a big prominent magazine, it's, it's a freaking big deal. And it's one of those big deals that like, because it happened, you don't really think about it and you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's normal. Everybody gets on a cover magazine, but sometimes, you know, I, I gotta, uh, sit back and just like really really um realize that it's it's a big deal you know i i became um the thing for a lot of those uh those latina women and young girls that are trying to you know become big in the fitness industry and um i became their someone they look up to so that that's a it's a pretty big deal for me you know it's a huge deal. You got to stop and smell the roses because I know you say not, you know, some people get on a cover. Not everybody gets on a goddamn <laughs> cover. That's huge. So um, let's, uh, let's go back. Let's backtrack a little bit. Was fitness always a part of your life or is this something that's hung up? Um, I mean, preteen, teenager, adulthood, like when did this all start to happen? Well, you know, it's funny because um, as a young girl, I, I, so I, I was born here in the States, but my parents, I'm, I'm the middle child of two of three. And um you know, it, it seems like my parents were just coming to the States to have us, um, you know, so I was born here in, in New Jersey, and then we moved back to Honduras, so I lived there for a few years, came back, my brother was born, and then we, like, I lived in Honduras till I was six, but I was never, like, we never lived in a household where being healthy and, you know, being fit was a big deal. I mean, if you know about the Latino community, it's like, we, like, live on carbs. I mean, it's like, breakfast is carbs, lunch is carbs, and we mix potatoes and rice together. Like, who does stuff like that? It's like a big no-no for, you know, the fitness community. So living in Honduras, I was pretty active because it's, like, hot every day. You know, it's super sunny. And, and you know, like, environments like that, it's just, like, it just forces you to be outdoors and just kind of, like, enjoy it. So I was very active. But um, then I also came from a family that had heart issues, obesity, high blood pressure. And so that was always, you know, a big part of our family. I mean, it, it, but it never changed our diet. You know, we never changed how we ate. We never changed anything. It was just like, hey, it's hereditary. You know, what are we going to do about it? So 
Um, when I moved back to this, when we moved into the States, it's, it's, you know, the lifestyle continues. So to answer your question, like, I was never into health and fitness as a child. I, I didn't play sports. And when I did play sports in high school, I played soccer for two years. And I think my coach just put me in a field just to kind of like distract the boys. You know what I mean? Because it was the first co-ed team. So it's not like I was really good. Like in my mind, I thought I was really good and I really enjoyed it because I always wanted to be part of a team, but I don't think I was good in his eyes. So he had his different agenda for me there, but um, I never really care much to be healthy, you know, or to be fit. It was just not a thing for me growing up. At what point did that all change? Because obviously you're extremely into it now. I mean, that's what you do for most of your living. So at what point did you decide to kind of steer paths and start really focusing on health and fitness? So, you know, as I, I, I had Enrique, he's 12 years old. I had him at a very young age. Um, I was a teen mom, a teen single mom. And that's something like I, I don't ever share in, in overall. Um, and I don't share it because I don't, I don't think it's, it's important for the world to know, but you know, I'm going to mention it here now because we're just being very open, but I was a teen mom and I, I had Enrique when I was in high school. Um, and after I had my kid, like I realized, like I, I put on a lot of weight. I mean, I went from 115 pounds to 165 pounds and you know, right off the bat, that's like way over the 35 point, the 35 pound mark that you're supposed to gain during your pregnancy. And that made me reflect back on, on my family and our, my family history. And, um, you know, I was just like, wow, you know, like I put on so much weight within just like a nine, a nine month period. Like this is not okay. And it started to like thinking, you know how you go, like when, when you like, or entering your fitness lifestyle it's like there are stages to it you know so it was like the first stage where it made me realize like okay this is not normal but um I'm not ready to make the switch yet you know what I mean so it just it was just in the back of my hand that I I didn't want to be like my family like I didn't want to have any heart conditions because I wanted to be there for my son growing up um as he was growing up and I wanted to be active and I wanted to be able to run around with him. And so then, um, when I started college, my senior year of college, um, after I got married with Matt, we got married at our senior year in college. Um, I had Josiah and, um, that's when it really hit me. I was like, okay, you know, this is my second child. I gained again, the same amount of weight. Like, this is not okay. Like, I don't want to be that mom that has kids and just lets themselves go, you know? Um, I still wanted to be healthy and I still wanted to be able to, you know, do things for me. Like I still wanted to like self care, you know, because I saw my aunts and my mom, how they completely, and I'm grateful for my mom. My mom was a stay at home mom and she literally gave her whole life for me and my siblings, but I wanted to <clears throat> still have a life of my own and still feel good. And I wanted to be a sexy wife. You know, it's important in a relationship that your husband still like loves, you know, looks at you the same way he looked at you before you had kids, you know? So <clears throat> after all that, like having two kids and graduating college and, um, and buying a house, like all that happened within like six months. And that is a whole freaking lot. And, um, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I, I, I wanted to continue school after graduating with my bachelor's degree, but, um, I couldn't, you know, because Matt was starting our, our primary business, which is the kitchen remodeling business. And um, he was busy. He was busy starting that. And um, it wasn't no time for me to be able to step away from taking care of the kids and go to college. And so I got like super depressed. It was, you know, I, I felt like everything was just too fast. You know, it was just happening too fast and I couldn't get a grasp of it. You know, I couldn't like pause. And um you know, I'm a very spiritual person. And so, you know, I, I was praying and literally like I would cry every night because it was just like, my goodness, like I don't have any free time. Like everything is for the kids. I don't interact with any adults anymore. It's like my life from morning to night belongs to my children. And again, I love it, but Sam, like I need a break, you know? And, um, it was, it was hard, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty grateful that I have my husband to be able to like, listen to me and which is super important having a really strong support system. Um, I had him 
to be able to help me and let me know like, Hey, listen, you know, you do what you need to do, you know, and, and we'll figure it out. And so I, this is the time, like I went on a hunt, you know, I went on a soul searching hunt for something that fulfilled me and made me feel good. And, um, I mean, I was like joining like kitty classes to just like doing crafts to see like, maybe, you know, I like doing crafts and maybe that'll feel, make me feel good. And I was just like, ah, that's not working for me. I, I try to do like sales and like sell like facial products. And I was just like, this is not me. I am not a salesperson. I bought the products and ended up giving them away. Like it just wasn't working. And, and so one day, um, a good friend of mine's, uh, suggested like hey you know like let's buy this Groupon for a boot camp class and I was like okay hey why not like let me try it and um, literally that one boot camp class like changed my life um, and I say changed my life because I felt so good and it was just one hour but that one hour gave me back so much life you know, like I came back renewed, like I was so happy to be home. Not that I wasn't happy, but I felt really good. And I felt like that one hour was for me. And so that's when it all started. I mean, you know, like that's when I knew like, wow, fitness, it's like, it makes me feel good. And this is what I really want to continue doing. You know, it's like, I, I think it's so important for people to listen to what you're saying, because you have to take care of yourself before you can mm -hmm. take care of anybody else. It's like the old cheesy, and I've said this a million times on the show, like on an airplane, you got to put your mask on first mm -hmm. before you can put anybody else's on. I see this with moms that I work with more than anybody because their life is centered around giving all of their energy to everybody else. Um, and I've experienced it too as a trainer, like my job is to support my family and to support my clients and it's just them, right? And then I forget to take care of me. But um, I had a similar situation with that kind of was like a light check for me to step back and reflect on like, okay, like, am I meditating? Am I training the way I want to train? Am I eating properly to support myself? And those things helped me do so much better for all the other people in my life. And I think that's the biggest thing to take away from what you just said is like, if you don't take care of you, there's no way in hell you're going to take care of everybody else. Um, going off of that though, how long was it from this point to the oxygen cover magazine? And what did that transition look like? Cause obviously it wasn't a matter of like, I did a couple boot camps and then boom, I'm on the cover. Right? Like <laughs> how did that happen? How long was it? What did you start doing? So it, it's funny because, um, when I, when I started my own journey, I, I figured, you know, I was like, my goodness, like it took me so long to figure this out, you know, to find like that community. And there wasn't that community, you know, like I, I felt like I was like literally alone in the wilderness trying to like figure something that I'm sure I wasn't the only one trying to figure out, you know, a mom married with kids, like what can she do to feel good? You know? So I felt alone. And so I opened the Instagram page and, uh, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to share my story because I know like I'm, I'm, I'm not alone. And I know there's other moms going through the same thing. So I started sharing. Um, I have, I, I didn't have any background in like fitness. I actually have a, a, a bachelor's in biology because I was planning to go to pharmacy school. Um, so I kind of knew a little bit, you know, about anatomy, physiology, but I just went on a search and I wanted to get to know my body and I started to do my own programs and just basically play around, you know, with my nutrition. And I wouldn't even call it nutrition. I just kind of like started just like eliminating junk, you know, eliminating the juices and eliminating shit that wasn't real. Um, so I started sharing my story and, um, I started posting and I started getting like a lot of feedback from moms, like, thank you, whatever, whatever. So fast forward from that, I did that for a while. Um, basically from 2011 till 2014. And then, and then I fell off the wagon, you know, and it was like right before my birthday. Um, I didn't even know how old I was turning. It was 2014. I'm 30 now, but I suck at math. So yeah, you guys do the math. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, it's like, you know what, like I fell off the wagon. I was like really pissed because I, you know, like, damn, I was doing so well, like what happened? And I kind of like beat myself over it, but I was like, first, I'm going to enjoy my birthday trip. We're going to go to Miami. I'm going to have fun. And then when I come back, I'm, I'm going to do something different. And it's funny because I, I swear, I feel like our computers and our phones kind of like listen to us. And like the one day I like logged on to um, Facebook after I came back from my trip and on the side of it, it was like, join the oxygen challenge. And like, this is kind of like freaky because I'm like a believer that things don't happen by accident. You know, it, it, there's a purpose for it. 
So I was like, this is so weird. Like, I swear I was just talking about like doing something new and like trying to find a challenge and something to like change my own personal routines. But I was like, okay, forget, like, let me just sign up. So I signed up. Um, it was a 90 day challenge. Um, it was with Amanda Latona and Aaron, which are like two big fitness, um, powerhouses. And, um, you know, I did it because I, I, I just wanted something new, you know, I, I, I like challenges and I, I can like really like focus and hone in really good when it comes to things like that, or when it comes to things that I like, you know what I mean? And, um, I joined it and then as a plus, they had like entered to be on the cover of the magazine if you win. So I was like, okay, like what are the chances of me being on a cover of a magazine? There's like over 10,000 women joining this. Um, I won't win the cover, but nonetheless, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to just put it just to kind of like help me work towards something because that's another key. Like we, we need to work towards something like we need to see a beginning and we need to see an end because that's what helps us, you know, to stay motivated. Like if we don't have an ending or we don't have something that we're working towards, then it, it just doesn't become fun. It's like, you know, we fall off, we fall on, we get back on, you know what I mean? So it, it doesn't become a lifestyle. So it's like, I'm going to work towards that and maybe, you know, I'll, I'll be on a cover, but at the end, like, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to be super ripped. And so I did it. And, um, it was freaking 90 days. And in the midst of those 90 days, Matt decides to surprise me for our anniversary and takes me to like, um, I think we went to Paris for the first time. And I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Like you're surprising me while I'm in the middle. And when I tell you, like, I take this fitness stuff, like super serious. I was like, you're surprising me when I'm in the middle of like a 90 day challenge. Like, have you lost your mind? Can we like reschedule this? And like Matt's on the other end, like he is not like, you know, a big fitness person. Like he's really busy. He tries to, um, <clears throat> and he was like, babe, come on, you'll be fine. You know, like you'll just try to do as much as you can over there. And I was just like, I was really upset. And, um, we went to Paris. I think we did Barcelona too while we were at it. And I avoided like all the treats in Paris. I mean, this is like the capital of like food and like croissants and like chocolate. And I was just like, this is like freaking insane. And I, was, and I really told myself like, you have to bring me back like once this challenge is over. So <clears throat> I did pretty good surprisingly because I was like super determined. And um, the challenge ended in October and um, I submitted my pictures. It was like insane. Like I love the community. I love sharing. And it, it was, it was super incredible, like the overall experience. And um, when it, so I submitted, you know, it's funny because like this whole campaign, it's like you submit your before and afters, but then it goes, it, they select 20 people. And from those 20 people, like the minute they select them, it goes, it, it goes live. So it's like, people have to vote for you. Okay. And so like Matt, it's like super business savvy. And like we created in our living room, we created like a whole freaking campaign. Like we had this big ass whiteboard and um, we drew it out. Like how many times were we going to text our friends and family, like everyone on our phone book, how many times we were going to post about it, how many times we were going to share. And it's it just like, literally we like lived in our dining room table, just like, you know, going through a campaign. And some people were just like, you know, I'm going to need you to stop texting me too much about this whole voting thing. Like, seriously, like, this is the time where you really, like, realize who were your friends and who just didn't give a shit, you know, because people were like, that's enough. You know, you texted me this morning and now you're texting me again. Like, I already voted. And so, like, this went on for, like, two weeks. And um, finally, we, like, grew really exhausted. And I was just like, I cannot freaking, like, continue staying on this diet anymore like I'm super like overwhelmed I'm hungry f these abs like I didn't win if they didn't call me I didn't win and so it just kept dragging and then like mentally like I clocked out I was like okay that's it like I didn't win it's fine and even though I wasn't going for the cover like I felt good with my results I was like maybe I did win and um I remember I was at the mall with my sister and uh, I got the call and I was, it was the call from like oxygen magazine. They were like, Hey, you know, you, you, you like top three. And, um, we, we, we would love for you to send us a picture of what you look like right now. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like I'm at the mall. You know what I mean? Like 
you want to see what I look like now? So like, I ran into like H&M and I like bought like a bathing suit, like the ugliest bathing suit ever. Like all this shimmery on the bra and like shimmer on a panty, something I, I would never wear. And I like send them the pictures. And then like we waited again, like two, three days. And then finally, like they sent me an email and they're like, hey, congrats, you won. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I remember that moment. Like, it was yesterday, like, Matt and I, I was, like, crying. And it was just like, I'm on the cover. Like, I'm going to be on the cover. This is, like, freaking surreal. That is insane. I can't have 10,000 women competing. That's just insane to think that you ended up being at that position. So, at this point, you've nailed the diet. Um, I have a couple questions on this. Number one, how, like, let's talk about the abs first, I guess. Every, you're known for your abs. Your abs are shredded. Some people will argue abs are somewhat genetic, but it, I think a lot of people get frustrated because they burn fat or they lose weight and they don't have ripped abs. But you actually have to like build your ab muscles to show mm-hmm. that through any type of body fat, whether you're super low body fat or a little bit higher. Um, you need to actually hypertrophy those muscles just like anything else. How often did you train your abs? Or is that just, do you feel like you got blessed by the ab god on that one? Oh, man, I wish. I mean, if you looked at, like, not to talk shit about my family, but if you looked at, like, you know, my family, it's like no one is petite, you know? I mean, I do have a small waist, but that doesn't have anything to do with my abs. But I do remember, I, and I don't know if, maybe you'll be able to tell me if this influences, but I do remember growing up, like, my mom would always be like, stand up straight suck your belly in, you know, don't walk around with your belly hanging out. So I guess at some point I was like, as a child, I was like training my core, you know what I mean? Because I never walked around with my stomach hanging out. Like I always had some sort of like control with my stomach. You know, I always wear my pants above my belly button, like that whole like army stuff. But um, during the program, we didn't like, app training wasn't like the big core of it. You know, I my when you join the, the challenge, you have to pick which trainer you want. So I went with Amanda Latona and her big thing is like legs and glutes. So we didn't really do too, too much at workouts. But I can tell you that for every exercise that I did, I always have my core engaged. You know, like I don't really do too much ab exercise. Um, I'll do planks and, you know, hanging leg raises. But for the most part, everything comes from your core, you know? So it's important that our pelvic is tilted forward. So our core is fully engaged no matter what we're doing. So that's a big thing for me, period. But I wasn't blessed with the app gods. (laughs) I love that you said that too, because I think it's so important. Number one, just for safety of lifting, you have to keep your core engaged or else your Mm posture is going to be shit. But even like over the time that I've been programming for you, we didn't do a ton of extra ab work and as you went through that progress, I would say your abs just looked better and better. And I think it was part, part, partly because we were focusing on heavy lifting, which was something mm-hmm. we actually integrated into things, um, which is actually what I want to go into next. Like during this oxygen magazine, like you said, you were tired of dieting. You were at a point where you were just done with it all. Um, I'm sure when you won the cover, it gave you a little motivation to keep going. Um, but when I met you, you seemed like you were kind of tired of that process as well. Like you had been dieting for a long time and we talk a lot about, you know, let's reverse diet you. Let's bring your calories up. Let's not do so much cardio. Let's lift some heavy weights. Let's make this more maintainable. Can you talk about that process and what you went through with me and what it was like to be dieting for a little bit too long maybe and how you kind of mentally had to make that shift? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think as we start our journey, we automatically assume that you want to lose weight you drop your calories, you want to gain weight, you increase your calories. And I realized that that's not really the case. I mean, during the program, I was fairly new to the lifestyle, um, the health and wellness portion. And I, I dropped my calories so insanely low that I feel like mentally, you know, that just, that just messed me up, you know, because I, I was hungry sometimes. Um, my hormones were all over the place during my cycle. It was even worse. I was angry. I was crying. And that's because my calories were so low. And at the end, it, it, it was just not, it, it was just too much. It's something that it's not sustainable. Um, you know, I'm, uh, now I can tell you that you don't have to have such low calorie intake to lose weight, you know what I mean? Or, or to or to be lean. And, and that's a big piece that people often mistake. You know, they drop it really low and because they feel like 
you know, it's going to help them look good. Physically, you might get the results, but mentally, you're going to be so jacked up, you know? And that's one thing, like, I realized with the cover, if you see my cover, I mean, I love it. I was 116 pounds. Like, I look super ripped. And right now, I sit at 130 pounds. And if you compare the two, I love physically how I look, but mentally, it was too much. Too much where I, I, I couldn't sustain it period, you know, um, now working with you and just like overall what I've learned throughout my whole journey, I've realized that I can eat normal, you know, I can have carbs, I don't have to restrict my diet. Um, I don't have to stop eating certain things. If you know, if I want to treat myself to, I don't know, a piece of cake or cookies, like I can do it in a very moderate way. Like I don't need to feel like I will never have something that I enjoy, you know? Yeah. I think the best part about that is, is the educational process and that, and to be honest with you, you don't like, if you put a side by side photo, you do not look 14 pounds heavier. Like it, it, you really don't. Um, I think the difference is, is you're maintaining muscle, you're building muscle. Now um, you're still very lean, but most importantly, you're healthy, like your attitude, your pr productivity, everything has shifted so much, um, which I think is the biggest thing there. Like there's times and places where you can diet hard and you can bring yeah. calories down and you might've needed to do that for that shoot, but it was a 90 day, probably up to like 120 days after waiting right. and waiting right. <laughs> for that period. And that's fine. But like being able to get out of it properly is so important. So I love having somebody like you talk about that on the podcast because there's so many women listening that have done crash diets or have gone too low in calories who don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And you're a perfect example of like, no, you can eat more. You can have more freedom and you can do this. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like, like I mentioned early on the journey, we, we sacrifice the mental for the physical and that's not necessary. You know, you can still have the physical and still have that mental sanity. You know, if you're eating properly and you just, you know, and even if you need help, you know, I would advise for, for people to find a nutrition coach, somebody that's able to like properly guide them. You know, we don't, there, there's so many resources nowadays that we don't have to do it on our own, you know, but it's super important to maintain that mental sanity or else it's, it's no good. You know, it's no point of being physically looking good and like mentally not being there. So let's talk about that. What are some like practices you use or things that you advise for the mental side of things? Cause I mean, you're a mom of two, you support your husband, you, I mean, we haven't really touched on this, but you travel so goddamn much. It's insane. Like every week you're like, Oh, well I'm going to Ireland now. I work out for this. I'm like, where, why are you going so many places? But which is awesome. But you do all this while running a business, while being an entrepreneur, while doing all these things. You're at a, you're in a hotel right now talking to me because you're at an event doing bettering yourself. There's so much going on, yet you keep your positivity high, you keep productivity high, your mindset is strong, and you still take care of your family. Like, can you give us an example of like what you feel like allows you to stay motivated and stay just in the game for all this? Yeah, you know. Now I'm 30. I feel like as soon as I turned, I turned 30, like my mentality just like completely changed, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like in my early 20s, I was like super obsessed with the physical, you know, just trying to be ripped, just trying to like keep up. And, and un like unintentionally, we try to like keep up for like society at some point, you know? And it can easily happen because we're constantly on our phones on a daily basis. We, we consume more than what we produce. You know what I mean? Which is like a big no-no. And um, turning 30 is like, I, I took a step back and I realized, damn, you know, like life is so short and life is so beautiful and every day is not promised. Like, why do I have to like sit here and obsess over my physical, yet my mental is kind of like taking the back seat, you know? So instead of like looking things from the outside, looking inward to me, I took the direction of looking from the inside outward. So for me now, I shifted priorities. Like mentally, I, I want to be healthier because it's, it's good for myself and most importantly, but it's also good for my family. It's good for my husband. And it's like, if I'm not mentally there, like how can I be able to like maintain everything else around me? You know, so it's like I, I had to kind of like rewire myself and rewire the way I look at fitness and not look at it anymore as a way for me to like, oh, I need to stay fit because I need people to still see me super ripped, you know, but more like I need to stay fit because it makes me feel good. You know, I need to stay fit because 
I enjoy it. You know, I need to stay fit because it allows that, that time, like it gives me that time for me, you know, and, and that's what like truly has helped me to stay pretty sane. Um, just rewiring the way I look at fitness because we can easily become so obsessed with it nowadays, you know, and it's not about becoming obsessed. It's just finding that healthy balance where you're, where you have to like step back and sit in a quiet space and ask yourself, like, why is it important? Like, why are you doing it? Is it for you or is it for someone else? You know, is it for everyone else? I think that's so important. I actually just posted about that today. Like my favorite quote is the comparison is the thief of joy. Because if we constantly compare to others and compare to what we quote unquote should be, we're never going to learn anything. We're never going to have new insights. We're never going to grow. We're never going to get better results. And we just kind of stay in that cycle of just, I mean, for lack of better terms, stress, anxiety, depression, overwhelm, like you're never really happy. Um, And I'm sure that's like a huge, uh, a much better influence on your kids as well, right? Like the way you're treating yourself and the way you're acting. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 funny because like when I get Mother's Day cards from my kids, it's always like mom is superwoman, you know, and it's always like mom is super strong. Or it's like my son, my son, um, my husband was like, oh, when you find a girlfriend, he was telling him, um, she needs to be like mommy. And he's like, I'm never gonna find a girl with abs. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, for my kids to watch me at one point, I, I, I felt guilty. And that's another thing, like as moms, you know, we feel super guilty for like taking that one little chunk of time and spending it for ourselves. And I really felt guilty. And it was something I struggled with. And I was like, damn, and I'm leaving my kids to go work out like how silly and selfish of me is it. But I realized that it's not and I realized that my kids admire that. And I realized that the more they see me doing it, the more they're curious about it, the more they ask questions. And as they're asking questions and I'm answering, I'm educating them on the importance of being healthy and fit and the good things it produces. So at, at this point, I mean, it's, you know, my, my kids are pretty like health conscious. They'll see you drinking soda and they'll tell you like, hey, do you know how many calories of sugar that I have? And, you know, I'll have them watching like um, the Netflix, I think it's called Biggie Size Me. And, you know, so it, it's important that we educate our children on it and, you know, that they learn like children learn more from watching than from you explaining things you know yeah I think it's important how you frame that too because if you're talking about like being skinny or being ripped or anything like that it can be misleading or go the wrong way and cause Mm -hmm. issues with their body image but if you're talking about health and how you feel when you cut out sugar and how how much better you feel eating real whole foods and I know we've talked about that a million times of like the difference of when you actually put real foods in your body um, that's when they start to learn and be educated in a positive way and make positive changes so kudos to you for that and I know for me it's going to be huge with my daughter as she gets older is I'm going to be doing so much of that right right yeah no it's it's important and that's another thing like as a mom that I, I like to do it's like you know, let them know. It's like, I'm, I'm not raising babies, you know, I'm raising adults and I want to like better prepare them for the future, you know, because I, that these times, like it's 2018, but like child obesity is increasing like crazy, you know? So it's like, it starts with the parents. So if, if, if as parents, we can get on board on educating our children, but like making it fun, not making it like they're in school and just like, you have to stop eating chips, but like, tell them like, you, you know, like this is fake, you know, like, and, and doing experiments, like the other day we like burned a slice of cheese, you know, that, that cheesy experiment on YouTube. And my kids were able to see like, you know, the Doritos don't burn and this burns, but the Doritos don't burn. You know, so it's, it's important to just like overall just educate them and, and share why, you know, why I'm doing it and the things that, you know, how good it makes me feel. I love that so much. And, and like going over just everything we've talked about, like you keep reinforcing the why behind everything being such a positive thing. And I think that's probably the biggest take home message that anybody can listen, listening to this can take away is your why has to be for you and in a good place, because if it's not, you're, you're going to be leading down the wrong path. Um, speaking of path, I do want to, before we sign off or anything, I do want to talk about um, what you were doing right now and any future plans you have, because I know you have so many different projects. You just did like a really cool Tomb Raider thing that we got you ready for in um, Hollywood. I'm pretty sure it was right. LA. Mm -hmm. Uh, So kind of tell us about what different projects you've done, what you're doing now and like anything you have planned in the future that you can share with us. Yeah. um, Like you say, like I'm like super busy and I, and I I think I, I'm just so used to my life just being like constantly like moving, like in two weeks, we're getting ready to go to Argentina. And 
and I just like finished filming. I just finished filming the super dope um, fitness program with a celebrity, which I, I can't release the name yet, which is like so exciting because it's going to release in November. Um, and like you said, I did the Tomb Raider event in LA, but, um, most importantly, what I'm like truly passionate about nowadays, and I, I feel like it's, it's, it's motivating, you know, it's like sharing the importance of a lifestyle versus just a quick exercise program. And, um, that's what I'm moving towards. You know, like I said, I'm a certified health coach and I want to be, I want to pick that up again, you know, because I, because I wanted to be what people expect me to be on social media, this big fitness trainer. Like I realized that's, I love training, but I realized that I love more connecting with people. And, and I realized that, you know, our society is moving towards more of a physical thing and like disregarding the mental portion of it. And I feel like it's my duty to kind of like retap back into it because, um, if, if mentally, like I said, we're not there, all our hard work, it's kind of like, it doesn't, it's, it won't work. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm relaunching as, as, as a health coach and, um, that's what I'm, I'm working towards. And I'm like super, super excited, um, to recap on just healthy living and turning, you know, this whole thing into a lifestyle as opposed to just a summer quick fix and a quick trip, you know, fat loss. I love it. I love it. I think human connection and communication and accountability and all those things are just so important. And even though, I mean, I I am obviously I make a living being an online coach. I think the best results and the happiest clients I have are the clients who are in touch with me the most. And I think that's like the biggest key. And even in my membership site that we just launched recently is like the people who are constantly posting in the Facebook group, even though they're not directly in contact with me on a messaging basis constantly, they're in the group, they're in this community, they're talking like those things matter so much. I love to see that you're kind of coming back and you're really good about interacting with people on social media. I mean, you're even, you're always messaging my fiance and about recipes and (laughs) like, I love that you're so good about connecting with people because I think that's such a huge piece of being a coach. So um, I'm excited for you to, to really push down that avenue. Yeah. You know, I, it's, I I feel like it's, there's such a huge abundance of people that really need our help. So the more the merrier, the more trainers, the more health coaches, the more everything, like the better it is. And it's like, we don't just have to tap into finding a program and, and, and nailing it, but like we have to tap into the mental part, you know, the, because there's different pillars to this lifestyle, you know? So it's like, if we can cover everything, then, then why not, you know, and, and working with you, like I've, I've learned so much about, um being mindful and like uh spending some time alone and and just like really you know truly self-caring for myself and so it's like I want to share that you know because uh, we don't do that so often you know we we're always moving so fast that you know it's, it's so easy to get caught up in a in the rat wheel and that we forget to really take a step back and and spend some time with ourselves I love that so much. Um, okay, so let's go on to the, the final question I have for you. And you've heard this because you listen to podcasts. Here's the situation. I've changed it over the years. So let's see if you're familiar with the first one. Some people get on the show and they're like, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> so you're at a table for dinner and you have three empty seats in front of you. And you can pick anybody in the world to be in those chairs eating dinner with you. They can be alive or dead, but they cannot be friends or family. Who oh my is, goodness. Yeah, who are you choosing at this table? Ah, let me see. Oh my God. I, you know, I, I should have like better prepared myself for this question. Um, I would want somebody that's someone like, like Gunner. I I love Gunner, you know, and, and I've been following him and I, I love when you had him on your podcast because I love his story. And, um, I actually, that was the first book I read when I started my journey and he just has a, such a great outlook in the fitness, uh, the fitness rhythm that I would, I would want to have him with me on, on that dinner table. He's um, hilarious too. So he would be funny. To he see. is super cool. Like he's yeah. just seems so down to earth and like his story, you know, like you know, when he was little, he said he was like a little overweight and like how his mom used to take him to Weight Watcher. I mean, it's like super cool. It's super relatable. Yeah. Um, so I would totally want to have him. Um, I would want. I would want to have Michelle Obama. She is like super, super cool. That's that's what I'm actually here for in San Diego. Like she was the keynote speaker for this conference, and she is amazing. She is like the true epitome of like boss lady, 
woman empowerment, mom empowerment. And um, it's, it's always super cool to have someone on your team that's always like cheering you on and it's always so positive and it's always letting you know you can, you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, so definitely Michelle Obama and uh, one more person, right? Yep. This is tough. Uh, no family and friends. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I would have you. Can I have you on my dinner table? I, I'm a friend. <laughs> I'm a friend. I would have you. You know why? Because I, I've learned so much from working with you. And it, it's funny because I, I didn't reach out to you for, for the mental part. And I, I didn't, didn't even know about that. And it's one of those things like you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? And it, it was like it's, somewhat, it's something that we always talk about. Like, oh, you know, self-care, self-love. But like how often do we practice it? You know, we preach it, but we don't practice it as often. And we're so like programmed to do everything else except like spend some time with ourselves that, you know, you really taught me a lot about that to be in touch with myself. So um, I'm truly grateful for that, you know, and um, I, I, I wake up every morning and I'm conscious about going out for a walk. And, you know, I, I go for a walk and I really enjoy like listening to the birds, you know, things that you don't really pay attention. Like I noticed new shit in my block that I didn't ever like, I was like, Oh, those pretty sunflowers. Like I wonder when they've been, you know, when they got, yeah. and it's like things that we, the small things we don't pay attention. We're so caught up in like going from point A to point B and expecting point B to be the big aha moment. Like this is where the lesson is at. When half of the time, the lesson is within the journey itself. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and, and just to add to that quick story, when I went to Ireland, um, we went, we, we stood at this beautiful hotel where the movie P.S. I Love You was filmed. And it was just like such a beautiful hotel. And there was like a waterfall at the end of this freaking hill that I think I was like texting you about it. It was like, it took, it was like an eight mile drive. And like, I was so determined, like, I need to get to this stupid waterfall. Like, I need to see it. And like driving through these hills, like when I tell you, it was like out of a movie, it was like hills with like sheep and like cows and, you know, the big, it was all this beautiful greenery and like the sunset was like gorgeous, like unexplainable. But anyway, I'm so determined to get to this stupid waterfall. When I get there, it was just, it was nothing special. I mean, it was just a freaking waterfall. I couldn't even get close to it because I got there like two minutes before they closed. But I sat there and I was like, shit, you know, I, I could have like completely missed everything on my way to the journey, you know, to this waterfall, you know, because I'm so in a rush to get and see it that I could have just like completely missed the sunset and stopping my, you know, my bike and like jumping into this farm and seeing the cows and seeing the sheep. And it's just like, the moral of the story is like, we need to like enjoy the journey, you know? We'll, we'll, we'll enjoy the destination when we get there, but we have to take some time to like truly enjoy the journey. So I will bring you to my dinner table. <laughs> well, you know what? That was such a good lesson that I will allow you to scratch the rules and put me at the table. Cause I appreciate everything you just said. It's been awesome working with you and it feels good knowing that you've had changes and you've learned so much. And, and that story alone is so powerful because I know for me in my personal life, when I really learned how to be present, everything changed. Like I had so much more clarity and, and sometimes you go in and out of that. Like I had a, a big time in my life where I found this clarity and how to be present. And I started looking at the small things and mm -hmm. focusing on the journey and everything in my life was better. And then things sped up. The business grew. I quit my other job. We bought a house, like kind of like similar to your story, all these different things. We're having a baby, all these different things happened and things got caught up and I stopped being present again. And then I had the child when I had my baby, I was, everything changed again. And then I can really be like, okay, this is what it's like to be present. Um, and I agree with you so much. Like it's so much more about the journey. So great way to end the show. Um, I appreciate you for coming on before I let you go. Where can everybody find all of your content and all your stuff? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Instagram Fabiana underscore Ferrini. And I post about life in general, you know, relationships, parenting, fitness, because like I said, this lifestyle is not just about waking up and working out. It's so much more. It's 
sleeping, reducing stress, having fun, being present, being positive, being productive. So yes, Fabiana underscore Ferrini. And I have all my links to my website there, which is livewithpurpose.com. I love that. I love that. And I will put all that in the show notes because trust me, there was no way in hell I could spell her name right the first time. So <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes so everybody can grab that. Um, Fabi, thank you so much for finally getting on the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed the show today. A couple quick announcements before I let you go. First and foremost, I just want to encourage you to check out the products I have in the description. First one is the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is a very cheap guide to literally mastering your diet. That's why it's called the All-Inclusive Guide to Mastering Your Diet. It's going to teach you exactly what and how to manage your calories, your macros, your meal timing, your supplements, your micronutrients, literally everything you need to know about dieting and nutrition and how to change your body composition through nutrition is included in this book, not just to get your results, but to actually teach you how to get those results along the way. The next thing is going to be Functional Muscle, which is my first and right now my biggest product out there. This is the program that is based on years and years and years of functional training with tons of clients. So whether your goal is strength, fat loss, or muscle gain, you should be strength training towards these goals while prioritizing functional movement patterns to make sure that you are avoiding any injuries along the way. That's exactly what this program does, and it's great because it guides you through the process, it changes throughout the process, and it gives you demonstrations and explanations about everything you're doing so you never get confused and you always have a solution. You also get access into the Boom Boom Performance Podcast Forum. That is the only way into the forum, and that's where you can ask me literally anything about anything, and I will help guide you through the process. Last thing I want to mention, guys, is if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, that would be fantastic because it literally is one of the biggest and best ways for me to grow in the iTunes charts. Oh, yeah, and real quick, if you're not subscribed, hit the damn subscribe button because I constantly bust out content for you guys, and I spent a lot of time and effort making sure that you guys can get better results for free by simply listening to this podcast. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time.